You're listening to XOXO After Darkcast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Hi, it's the XOXO After Dark cast. We are going to be talking about lots of books today. Um, It's just a little quickie, and we just want to get our quick fix of reading and XOXO. So don't forget to check out XOXO.com, first of all, because we have Alice Clayton's uh, the first book in Alice Clayton's Redhead series, which is called The Unidentified the Redhead. Unidentified yes. Redhead. Unidentified Redhead. That's uh, free to read in any browser. Correct. So if you go on, you can just start reading that great book. And enter our Forget Back to School, Go Back to Books uh, sweepstakes, where you can win a bunch of great kind of fun, guilty pleasure reads now that you've got the kids packed off to school and you have time to read again. You should probably just hang out on XOXO because we're constantly giving stuff away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and we're also having a good time reading. Yay. So all three of us, uh, as you know, read for trade but we also read for fun because if you don't have a fun book going on the side sometimes you feel like you can't read anymore with your eyes so I find that I like to have one going all the time just to keep my brain out of workspace although it is funny do you guys ever find that you can't turn off the editing internally if, if I'm reading in if I'm reading a romance even for pleasure mm-hmm. like yeah if it's too close it to what I genre. do yeah so I actually often try to I've been reading nonfiction, which mm. I do a lot less of because it's so I feel like I can uh simply consume that more as a end reader and right. not think about well I would have done whatever mm-hmm. actually you're I couldn't agree more and I'll just jump in with what I'm reading first yeah. mm-hmm. because that's exactly and it, this is the first time I've done this in oh, I many many years. I'm reading nonfiction right now, and I'm actually reading. What are you reading? Alexander Hamilton by Ron oh, Chernow. Really? Oh, really? Um, I saw Hamilton. Read it. Brag. Hashtag like, humble brag. Seen it twice. I was like, no. you guys are both. You've rude. seen it twice. Mm-hmm. You're both dead. You've to seen me. it twice. Mm-hmm. Wow, that totally kills my brag. Um, <laughs> I'm is, a dick. Uh, you, oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I wish. I wish I'd seen it twice. I wish I'd seen it a million times. It is so that good. And it really is, but it because it's presented in such a way that it's a, really a drama, and it's amazing. Mm. And I, the book is supposed to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I've started reading it. It is on my bedside table. Um, I've not finished it. I love it so really? much. Because it is everything you laugh, you cry. <laughs> I mean, you really do. This is a poor boy from the island. Well, it's like he had a made-for-holiday Hollywood life, he right? He really like, did, and he's dynamic. He's brilliant, which I actually find the hottest thing about the whole thing. Mm. I mean, he's really good-looking and smart, and it's just so. It, it feels like fiction because mm-hmm. it's so unreal. Yeah, I applaud you because I <coughs> my response to Hamilton was to buy the Hamilton. Oh, I have that too. Which <laughs> is like the big collector's. I thing. have that too. Um, oh, I thought you had the CD. I did that. too. No, no, I have the CD as well, of course. <laughs> but the big book that has like the script and the photos and the whatever mm-hmm. um, from the making of the play. The making <laughs> of. I was too daunted to uh, take on the Chernoff. It's big, isn't it's it? It's fat, guys. I've been reading this all summer because. For me, I haven't read a book before I go to bed because of what you we have do a kid for a living. Too. I have a kid, yeah. and, and I just was so compelled to read this story. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. I'm about a third of the way through after all summer. But 
it's not for lack of interest or desire. Yeah, it's, it's that good. Time. And it is refreshing to your point, Abby, mm-hmm. which is where I jumped in. Um, it's it, I don't edit it at all. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. You don't want to. Right. You just want to see what happens. Sounds yeah. great. That's great. I've just been listening to the soundtrack on Spotify. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's really it's good. good. Mac can uh, sing a couple songs. Aw. It's so sad. And cute. <laughs> all at the same time, he's like, I want to go back to Monticello. Oh. It's like his favorite line ever. <laughs> That's so cute. What did I miss? Sorry. Oh, that's <laughs> God. I was reading. I think I was inspired by um, our uh, current political season mm-hmm. um, to catch up with it. Well, it's not brand new. It's been out for a while, but I finally had the chance to read Lindy West's Shrill. Oh, I oh. read it this spring. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it as well. I did. I actually tried to buy that book, but um, oh yeah, yes. Uh, I could not could not scrape up quite enough ducats to um, <laughs> to to keep that one. But I really enjoyed reading it. It was interesting to see mm-hmm. how they wound up structuring it. Um, and I really liked, uh, I was really compelled by her description of um, her interactions with Dan Savage at oh, The Stranger. Oh, interesting. Talking about um, uh, fat shaming and body shaming mm-hmm. and uh, that element and how uh, how it was both personal and political for her. And, and uh, a lot of that resonated with me. But I was interested, too, in because it really brought home, I mean, I like to think that I'm not afraid of owning my convictions about something and mm-hmm. I will happily say, of course I am a feminist and I am a leftist or whatever. But she had this moment where she had to go to her boss. To her actual boss. To an actual boss, face to face, and say, you know, the things you're saying in this column are hurtful for these reasons and I would like you to consider she that. She had to stand up for what she believed in yeah. to a boss. Yeah, to a thing and it might have genuinely had a real, not even just haters on the Twitter yelling mm-hmm. at you, but a real personal cost. Uh and um, so I found I found that really compelling, and and uh, the it's a good read. It's a really quick read. It's, it's very, very engaging. Yeah, I my favorite part was when she talked about her um, falling in love with and marrying her husband, mm. uh, and just the way she talked about getting engaged. And I think because I had read a lot of pieces by her in the past, so I was kind of familiar with her story, um, but I hadn't read anything really about her marriage. Mm-hmm. So I, I really liked it. Yeah, it was less funny, haha, than yeah. like because she's quite I didn't funny. Laugh I think out loud, and it was much. really it was more personal than I thought mm-hmm. it might be. Yeah. Which seems to be kind of a trend in memoir these days. Which I think is great. Yeah. I like to have both sides. Yeah. But now um, you are undergoing quite a reading project right I'm, now. I have a big project, courtesy of my beloved author, Amy Reichert. Uh, she, for my birthday, sent me a box set of Harry Potter because oh. she <coughs> deemed it just completely unacceptable that I had never read these books. Are you into it? Oh, I'm very into it. I didn't it. even realize you no, hadn't read No, why had you never picked it up? I thought this was a reread. Well, no, it's not a reread. I, well, it is sort eh, no, it's not. I was given books one and two for my 13th birthday by Ugh. an acquaintance. And I read them, but at the time, I was in such a hurry to grow up. And I don't have a huge affinity for fantasy. Magic. Yeah, magic and all that. I was kind of like, eh. But I really wanted to grow up. And so I was really interested in reading at the time Jane Eyre, mm. Jane Austen. You know, I like, was, these are for babies. I don't these, are for, these are for I mean, kids. Babies, I did. Obviously, no one at the time knew what it was going to become. Oh, but, um, you were in early, though. Because I was a kid. I mean, deal. I was a kid when they came out. I think the first one came out in what, 98? No, but my point is, I only read it because it was a phenomenon. And I'm right. surprised oh. that you read it. You got an early well because someone gave it to her as a gift. I know. Right. I yeah. just I never would have picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, she gave it to me. I remember vividly because I was like, "These are very." I I don't. I didn't have the language for this at the time, but they were really beautifully packaged. Oh, they're yeah. gorgeous. Like I was like, "Oh, beautiful hardcovers," and yeah. I read them. Um, but I didn't commit to it. I didn't have mania at all. Mm. And then it, it carried through my 
you know, of course it's been going on forever. So I know some of the plot points just through cultural osmosis yeah. and Twitter or whatever. Um, and I've seen a couple of the movies. But I had no idea that this whole experience is really opening my eyes. Follow along on Twitter, hashtag Kate Reads HP. Yes. Um, yes. I'm about to start. Right now I'm about, well, I have to finish a quick project and then um, I'm going to pick up five but i finished how many are there there's seven seven in the original series so Um, four was goblet of fire four was goblet of fire you're through there i'm through about to start triwizard tournament no prisoners before prisoners two i think three three? what's because it's sorcerer's stone chamber secrets um prisoner goblet okay i've been calling them books one two three four five diana is our real huge sorry diana diana is then i really shame me then i question your love of it because well, I'm. You always have a nickname for it versus one or two. I've just been going one, two. I think when you when they come to you all in one box and you're reading, it's as like, though it's one big yeah. book in the zone. Yeah, yeah. I've okay. just said, I haven't watched Kinda. TV in like two weeks, and I usually watch a couple hours in the in the evening. But I've just been like, sitting in silence in my chair hmm. reading my book. How's this one? I haven't watched TV at all all summer. Not one. Not like one show. I know it's sad and weird. Okay, moving on. So, <laughs> so reject. Um, we are. You're like not applicable. <laughs> not applicable. Um, we are just. We've finished the Triwizard Tournament, which rocked my world. I really thought. I I just am continually impressed with her level of writing and forethought. And um, I, during the tournament, in the final challenge of the tournament, I already told Diana this, so she's like chuckling to herself. Um, the final thing is a maze and during this large maze I was like this is so easy this is so dumb I can't believe that this is the final challenge in the Triwizard Tournament all this Um, and then it turned out that wasn't even the major challenge major challenge was a forthcoming um, raise from the dead for Voldemort and then duel I don't know I was shocked at what was happening spoiler alert I think at this point it's been out for right you had your chance people I mean, meaning you can't spoil it. Yeah, you can't. I, things, <laughs> yeah. I know things. I know certain things, which I d- wish I didn't. But um, it's funny because I'm having a lot of adult intellectual thoughts about it. I have to keep reminding myself that it is for kids originally. I don't know that by book By five, those books, I don't know that you can say that, that anymore. That you can. Well, I mean specifically about yes. one, two. Be, mainly, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about things like the adults would never let that happen. You know, I'm thinking a lot about like the structure and like I'm very curious about yeah, the Yeah, frankly, ad- security at Hogwarts is not what it's cracked up to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm very curious about the adult characters in a way that I don't think kids would mm-hmm. be. Because when I think about myself as an adolescent, the ultimate freedom of running around with your friends willy-nilly mm-hmm. was everything you ever want. I mean, I lived in the treehouse for like a whole summer. Just would get up and go up there that all day just to be alone. such an interesting thing to say. But is she exploring them or not? What do you mean? The, the, the adult, the yeah, adult I mean, motivation. I'm sure at some point we'll get more and more into that, but it's all kind of secondhand because you're right in Harry's POV. Yeah, there's a certain narcissism of the adolescent right. that pervades it in a but way. But he's getting older too. Right, and so yeah. I'm excited to see how he gets older and how the adults kind of level with them a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, a lot of plot stuff comes up just in conversation that the kids overhear, and I'm nah. like, oh, okay. You use that device like <laughs> nine hundred. They times. really, they really go over a lot what happened twenty years ago or eleven years ago or whatever. So, what is the favorite magical thing or item or whatever I have that you? Two favorite magical items. The first so far is the Marauders map. 
mm-hmm. um, which is where they can see where, like, it's a map of the school that's magical that they can see where people are and where secret tunnels are and stuff like that. So it's very useful. Okay. And the second thing is the pensive, 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 sieve, um, it, which is where you can take memories out of your brain and mm-hmm. like put them for safekeeping in this in the pensive. Do you and think that's a play there. on pensive? Yes. Like the thoughtfulness of no. it? Or? Yes, of yeah. course it's like <laughs> pensive. Um, yeah, which is why I've been saying it. But I think you pronounce sieve, sieve, right? Sieve. Yeah, I guess you do. It is. In your so I think it is. A, uh, there you're draining it from so your brain. So much mm-hmm. great wordplay. So much great wordplay. Um, but it was funny is that I'm having a lot of adolescent type emotions about it. Like anger and ups like just um i'm finding myself very emotionally you're engaged, invested very invested um and i thought i would kind of keep a little bit of detachment as an adult like i wasn't caught up in it i wasn't staying up all night to get the book at midnight when i was yeah. 16 but it's also formed sorry i'm going on and on because i'm obsessed with it no it's i kind of found it amazing because i'll just say to interrupt you yeah i've only read book one Go back, read them all. I'm not interested. Well, but you're Mac, making me I interested. Think when Mac, that's what I was Mac just going to say. Uh, yeah. you're making me interested. And what's happening too that I found that I guess I was never privy to is this whole sub. I mean, I knew it was around. I knew it was a huge fandom, but it's allowing me an additional way to connect with people that I care about. Oh. Like it's giving me, it's adding richness into like here's an additional point of connection that I did not have with a lot of people that I know that now I can call you know a friend of mine on the west coast a friend of mine in Europe and say I'm reading these and they're like oh my god I remember when four came out I stayed up all night and Mm -hmm. and everybody has these strong strong memories Diana Kristen you know Amy and I had an editorial phone call a couple days ago and we spent the first actually 45 minutes just talking about Harry Potter (laughs) so it's it is kind of a wonderful I couldn't point of connection I mean I don't have that experience with Harry but I'm like a fanatic about the Stephen King Gunslinger series Mm. Uh, that is my I I can totally know what you're saying when you're like you're in it you're invested you I mean I cried I read all night that's why I was like poo-pooing your one two three and four because (laughs) uh, of course they all existed with the exception of the last one um the last book in the series yeah so I I love them to this day. They're my favorite books of yeah. all time. And anyone who's read that series and can talk to Drawing of the Three or The Gunslinger mm-hmm. or Wolzukala or any of the above, I'm obsessed with them. Right. And there is a connection. Right. So Which is connect exactly, people. Yeah, that's what books are yeah. for. It is wonderful to kind of partake in this experience that even – it really does remind me that even years removed, this is what books do because – it doesn't you don't have to have watched it at the same time or you don't have to have listened Absolutely. to it like songs kind of come and go and movies kind of come and go or they get dated but the, mm-hmm. these books are just everybody wants to remember their first time yeah. reading it it's wonderful and I think the work that you put in imaginatively with a book where you're having to do the picturing and mm-hmm. the thinking of yourself it also I think wedges it in there more firmly so right. then it becomes this great Proustian Madeline when you, right. you know, find someone else and are like, but the time in the chamber with the basilisk and I was like, yeah. yeah, why didn't he just, yeah. And I've had a lot of people reach out to me to say like, oh, I'm following along or I know Abby told me that Gordon's following along yes, on Twitter. Yes, Gordon, Gordon reports back to me and says, Kate said a funny thing about Harry Potter today and I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know if Gordon, is, I don't think Gordon has read Harry Potter. Like, um, I think he just likes he what you're saying. Well, I yeah. don't have, oh my God, that's so even cuter. I'm worried that I'm not saying anything clever because 
a lot of it is just I'm. Well, Gordon thinks it's all very. Clever. Oh, thank you. Um, thank goodness, because let me say this stuff has been digested. Oh, oh yeah. by gazillions. Uh, you yeah, are people are doing brave. PhD theses on this. Today. Yeah, oh. I was like, <laughs> sure, you are brave. And I also see certain things playing out. It just in a way that like the, there, it's almost as though there's been a huge subtext in my life that I haven't picked up on because I didn't know that people were talking about this in hmm. the same way. Ugh. It's very interesting. Well, that's a little too much credit yeah. for Harry. <laughs> I don't know. Only because there's such a common language. Mm-hmm. It is a common language. My sister was obsessed with this series and she loved it. And I was like, who do you end up with? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, can we cut to the chase? Yeah. <laughs> Lauren only cares about love stories. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, true. I love a good fantasy. Do you have something that's on your list that you're going to want to read? I'm still in the middle of Hamilton. Uh, the only thing I will say before we wrap up is go read A Man Called Ove. I love it. I liked it Oh, no. <sighs> I, You know what? I didn't know what the central... I'm like, say nothing. Well, I didn't know what the central premise was, and when I found out, I knew what the character was. Curmudgeonly, curmudgeonly old dude. Um, but when I got to what the central like inciting incident was, I had kind of a problem with it. Yes. And so I started you from... get on board I don't. didn't really get on board in the same way, but I read the whole thing, enjoyed it. Oh my God, I yeah. loved it so much. I called my father. I called my stepmother. I yeah. sent them copies. This they is why like this dying. is... dying. It is, for me, the fact that you could start with this and mm-hmm. end up feeling so very differently mm-hmm. about him by the end. I think Luckiest Girl Alive has the same sentiment mm-hmm. you start one way very different books but yeah, <laughs> no but a, it's the but same the, a, the mashup is the, incredible yeah the, the, <laughs> the author has to buy it right the author has the ability to flip your feelings about this character mm-hmm. on its head by the end of the book and that is a gift and i don't find it often i think my new thing is going to be um something that everybody in my family seems to be reading now called they never mean to but they do what's that i've never even heard of it well that do you know what that line is from no Are you familiar? it's a familiar it's a uh, philip larkin poem called they fuck you up your mom and dad oh they never I, mean to but they do I have heard that. and this I is this. about <laughs> um parents and children but it's adult children and mm-hmm. parents and that relationship and how it flips and evolves and as you change as you get older yeah yeah exactly and sort of about how um the stuff that rankles when you know my mother's like well are you sure you want you know when you're like oh just shut up and support me and then but (laughs) from their side they're like but i'm just trying to spare you because we did this already you know i mean uh it's it's um and what's going to happen and how what happens as they get older? Like, yeah. how do we negotiate that? So, interesting. Um, a number of my cousins have all, you know, have read it already, and my mom has, and my aunt has, and it's like, so it's on the list. Mm-hmm. Can I borrow your copy when yes. you're done? Yes. <laughs> I was like, I need it. Exactly. I am like, I feel like this will have much to say, <laughs> and perhaps spawn a podcast in its future. Oh, possible. Yeah. After a couple of bottles of wine. But yes. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I'm going to keep on with the Harry Potter series. Yes. Yes. Tell everybody the hashtag again. Uh, Hashtag Kate reads HP. I feel dorky saying that, but it is fun. I I like it only because I'm going to be able to click on that in the future and and watch myself do it again. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because, oh, you don't know about Twitter. And we'll explain it over drinks. I'll tell you later. Um, And with that, please (laughs) check out XOXO After Dark. And until then, remember, the the best best conversations conversations happen after after dark. dark.